enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Talkcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. You are listening to the Temple of Geek Talkcast, the only podcast that dares to cross a joke with a rhetorical question. I am your host, Daniel. And on this week's episode, Katie and I get to have a chat with the creators of a new web series called I Can't Even. So let me introduce you to this week's guests, Haley and Elise Adams. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Oh, we just played it. Hi. <laughs> how, how, how is it over there in Australia? You were just telling us that it was just kind of hot? Yeah, it's getting um, into proper summer at the moment, so it's really hot. Yeah, we're in tank tops and shorts. <laughs> so it's great Christmas weather. <laughs> well, it's, it's not too bad here in Texas. I'm I'm still in shorts and a t-shirt, so <laughs> it's like seventy. Yeah, really? Today. Okay. Yeah, I um I got a we got Star Wars themed Christmas sweaters, and like I don't know <laughs> when we're we're never gonna wear them, but they were just too cool um, to, to get. So like well, they came in the mail, and I was like, yeah, put it on for five seconds and take it straight off. Well, turn yeah. the temperature really cold in the house and just put the sweaters on and pretend like it's winter. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're going to end up doing, I feel like, just for... To make it worth it. Shipping and... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the waiting to get it. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Uh, introduce yourselves to, to our to our uh, watchers. What, what are, what are you all about? Uh, okay, do you want me to start? Um, so, Elise and I are twins, and Elise just recently finished a screenwriting master's, and I just finished a producing master's for film and television. And so about a year and ago, a year a year or so ago, yeah. we always sort of thought we wanted to work together, and I guess we just decided to um, combine our mutual talents and um, and sort of create this web series called I Can't Even and employ our geeky loves the most. So I guess Elise had a, Elise had the idea just because we are massive nerds and love to go to cons and live on the internet and stuff like that as well. And so we just kind of thought, well, if we're going to make something that's going to go online, we might as well target the online audience that we love and are a part of as well. And so then Elise came to me with the idea, which was? I was like, well, the idea was pretty simple. That it would just be two friends living in an apartment together and the crazy stuff that they would get up to. And then pretty quickly we came up with a concept that every episode would focus on one particular fandom and then you can just make tons of jokes about each one. Um, and I wrote, like, um, the first three episodes in a day or so, really. The first drafts, yeah. Yeah. And it sent to the Haley, and they're like, okay, yeah, let's do this. That's really awesome. <laughs> yeah, I guess it sort of, we have been to a bunch of cons and stuff already, and so we knew that we would, like, know the same jokes or, like, like the same things. So it was just sort of like, well, let's just make an excuse to do it even more. Totally understand that. <laughs> I go to cons all the time, too, so I'm, like, right there with you. So does Daniel. We all go to cons. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I know that, um, let's see, when I was reading about the show, um, you guys mentioned that other web series had, like, you spent a lot of late nights on Tumblr and then going to cons, <laughs> and then um, you said you drew influence from the Lizzie Bennet Diaries, so the Pemberley Digital web series. Yeah, we're really big fans of them. I mean, I particularly really like the whole uh, literary web series trend mm-hmm. that happens. I've watched tons of them and I'm still watching them. Um, I mean, ours doesn't 
it's not a direct connection between them, but um, I think people who enjoy like the Lizzie Leia Diaries and those types of web series would also enjoy ours. And I mean, um, we have like future projects or ideas that mm-hmm. would be more direct link to Lizzie Bennet Diaries, but um, yeah, when that when that came out, like every time an episode would come out, Hannah would be like, oh god, have you seen it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the Lizzie Bennet Diaries is like the first web series I've ever watched. Properly. It was mine too. Yeah, I'm right yeah. there with you. And it was like, oh, well, what's next? <laughs> like When it finished, it was sort of like, oh. I know. I'm, uh, what am I supposed to do now? I know. I just um, we've watched more since then. I mean, what else do we like? The literary ones. Um, oh, well, uh, like nothing much to do. Love the Little Losers, which is a, a Kiwi mm-hmm. series. Um, they're pretty cool. They're great. I mean, I watched when we were still getting ready to do. I can't even. I watched all of Nothing Much to Do uh, in one day, oh, yeah. <laughs> which is which is the eighty episodes. Oh my god! I mean, literally all she did. <laughs> I was like, one, you know, I'll, I'll start it. And so I started watching it in the morning. And I was like, oh, yes, this is really good. And she's like, yeah, I told you, you should keep watching it. I was like, okay. And then I just kept going. And I said, well, I'm not going to leave the house today, so I might as well finish it. Um, so luckily luckily they were all out at that stage because I don't know what I would have done if I had to wait. wait yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really good. I watched, I've only watched a few episodes of that one, but I know I, I completely finished Elizabeth Diaries, and then I watched Emma Approved as it was coming mm-hmm. out, and then The New Adventures of Peter and Wendy, yeah. and I watched one with Jay, about Jane Eyre, I did the Jane Eyre yeah. one. Yeah, the autobiography of Jane Eyre. Yeah. I've tried to watch, like, as many as possible. Yeah. I work in a bookstore, I love books, so oh, I really love the content. That is so awesome. I want. I yeah, was working a bookstore. <laughs> there was like a little Melbourne one that that started. Um, like before they even started, there was like the literary Twitter account tweeted like, "Oh hey, there's going to be an Oscar Wilde one coming out of Melbourne." And Elise and I were like, "We have to meet her." Yeah. Oh, that is so, so cool. We, so we caught up with her like before her series even came out. We're like, "Oh, so what are you doing?" Like we just wanted to know what she was doing with that one. So. If you want to Google that one, that one's also started. Um, Words from Wild, and they're they're an Australian literary web series, so it's kind of cool to see those guys. Actually, there's another one. What's the other one in Sydney? Uh, Call Me Katie, which was a Shakespeare one. Oh, cool. It's not like as big of a yeah. Check it out. Yeah. It's like a very small web series community, I would say, in Australia. But it's like an even smaller web series literary community. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's real. Real soon, real fast. But they, really they're great. So when you were creating the show, did you have... Because the casting was so fantastic. Like, those two ladies were amazing. Um, did you really have, nice to hear. <laughs> did you have them in mind when you were creating the show, or was it afterwards? Um, well, so I wrote... When I was writing it, uh, the character of M, I had already in mind for my friend Louise, who we'd already um, worked together on another short film. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew that she'd probably be pretty into it because she's a really big nerd as well. Um, and so her character was quite easy to, to write because I already knew, knew Louise and how she acted. Um, mm-hmm. But when we were the character of Lex, we didn't have anyone in mind for So we did a big casting process to, to find her, and it took a while. Yeah, I mean, we 
we auditioned quite a number of girls, and the first question when we auditioned them, though, was like, what fandoms do you like? Because uh-huh. we knew it was going to be like, you know, a, a, a labor a, of love. <laughs> labor of love to make a web series in your spare time. So we wanted people that were like legitimately interested and invested in the content. And um, so it was sort of like a screening process of, so what TV shows do you watch? And <laughs> what books do you read? And then it was like, and can, can you, you act? act? <laughs> um, and Tiana, Tiana was a great. She could do both. She could do both. She's great off the bat. Um, she, I think she talked about, well, she really likes um, she, the, uh, superhero TV shows. Okay. Um, and Gilmore Girls. She loves Gilmore yeah. Girls. I remember she said she watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I think something big had just happened on it. So I was like, oh, yeah. So Elise was like really looking for somebody to talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with. Yeah. So Elise was like, can we pick her? Um, but we, we auditioned once with one script and um, we sort of like had a couple girls that we quite liked and we did callbacks. Mm-hmm. And then we did a new script and um, that was when I think we were like, nah, Tiana's done the best on both of them. Mm-hmm. And she was just really nice, and she was really funny, and and it was great. I mean, we we didn't know her before that, but now we're really good friends. Um, she's really like we've discovered all our secret other nerdy passions that she also shares. Like, so it's been really good um, to sort of find another geeky friend. Yeah, and Louise and Tiana get along really well. Yeah, it's a pretty think... quick bonding process for them. Um, so I think that really helps. You can see in the episodes. Yeah, like the more they bounce off each other really well. Yeah, and if you, like, put them in order, like, in terms of when we made them, you can definitely see the girls getting closer over the episodes. Yeah, because the order in which we have the episodes online aren't the order in which we necessarily filmed them. Yeah. Kind of like, we just sort of put them in an order that we thought flowed, but, yeah, we filmed them kind of all over the shop a bit, so. Okay. Well, I have a question. Oh, well, yeah. please. How long, how long did it take you to film all six episodes? Like was it was, it was it over a course of like just a couple months or was it like a whole year? Well, it's sort of hard. Uh, so we filmed we filmed one episode, um, Peter Bread. We filmed that, that like in one day last year at the end of last year. Yeah, this time. Yeah, just to sort of test it and see if we could do it. And that's also if you pay attention, is a different location. That's when we didn't um, we didn't have the same location. So I guess that one and then. Three or four months later, we well, started. because we, we filmed it, and then we actually went, flew to L.A., and Haley had an internship, and we were there for about two months. Okay. Yeah. Um, we took a little break. We had to take a little break. And then when we came back, um, uh, we were, okay, yes, let's do the rest. But we were also studying at the same time, so um, we kind of did it like, every other weekend, or it was yeah. over the process of six. Months? Yeah, probably. Probably over like five, four or five months actually I think. Okay. And it would be like every, we just, we film it on a Sunday when nobody was working and we did kind of, yeah, try to do one episode a day or maybe two days and just to like work everyone's schedule. But yeah, it was, it was like a nice little bonding experience over say, yeah, the total of six, seven months where we saw the same people every now and again and, like, hung out with each other and filmed an episode. So it was a lot of fun. But, yeah, it took us it was quite a while to actually get all the footage. And while we were filming, we also had other people editing to mm-hmm. sort of get it going. And, yeah, we kind of alternated. We had different editors. We had different sound people. We had different directors and everything. So just to try and get it done as soon as we could. 
Yeah, that helps. So that way you're not the only two people doing everything. Yeah, well, I can't really do anything is what I discovered during this process. Like, I wrote the episodes and then that's literally it. On set, I'd be just like a person taking up space. Um, <laughs> at least got really good at catering. Yeah, I can make like a good sandwich. Actually, no, I can't even make it. I just prepare a really good sandwich. Um, and then, yeah, on set, I'm just kind of hanging out in the background. Um, most useful... I've ever been was when we filmed at the Oz Comic Con. I had to look after everyone's bag, and I actually had a purpose. That's that was my height. <laughs> well, so she wrote she wrote it, and then she's just like, I can't, I can't do anything else. <laughs> but I mean, it was interesting experience for us also because I guess a lot of people who do web series or even who just like a YouTubers, they do everything. Mm-hmm. So they film their in videos and they edit their videos. And we're like, oh, yeah. We quickly realized that with, uh, with like, a series where we are, you know, obviously getting actors, that's a, a bit different. But I'm really good at organizing, and Lisa's great at writing, but we, we had a lot of help from a lot of friends. Yeah. Um, like, we didn't do any of the editing. We didn't do any of the sound design. Like, nothing. Of, they're all amazing, amazing people helping us and, like, teaching us a bit as well. Um so that was a really steep, fast learning curve. It um, was good to have, though. So this was kind of pretty much like the end of season one, I guess we would say. Are, are y'all planning on making more more episodes, more seasons? Yeah, we have... Um, should we announce? <laughs> we, we've done a Christmas episode. Um, <gasps> awesome. So, yeah, we've got some tinsel and stuff in the background. Um, yeah. We filmed that two weeks ago. No, it was a month ago now. Was it? Okay. Um, yeah, we filmed it recently. And, like, last night and the night before, we were with the editors and colorists. And <laughs> so tired. Yeah, we're planning for that to come out soon, soon before Christmas. Um, <laughs> so we had a day, but we don't know if we we're going to meet <laughs> our date. But, yeah, coming but, out. We're not going to announce. We're not going to announce a date because things, something might go wrong and then we're like, ah. But, yeah, it'll be, it'll be, like, early next week. Yeah, we're really excited for it because, um, yeah, we want to make more and everyone's been asking us. Since, since really, it's like, are you doing more? Because we only did six episodes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, we needed to do more. They're only very short, but they took forever to make. Um, and, I, yeah, I have more ideas. I want to write more. It's just um, a question of getting people to do it and um, how much money we want to spend for it. Which yeah. is, like, a constant thing for anyone creating especially web series is they're not um, they're not free and they don't make any money yeah <laughs> but they're fun yeah we've we've talked about how we'd want to do a second season and um what kind of episode they would be like we want to do like if we did a second season we were saying do double the amount of episodes don't think you should um, talk about this Alex <laughs> no <laughs> we haven't confirmed anything we, we definitely yeah it'd be great to do more yeah so we've done the Christmas episode as a way to try and appease people who who want more. Yeah. Maybe we'll just do, like, special episodes every now and then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, like, keep... Because the other thing, yeah, we are really good friends, all of us, that made this show, like, all the people we got. So people are like, oh, like, when are we going to make more? And, like, hang out. And <laughs> I sort of say, oh, it's great for you to just come on one day and hang out. But I, I, I live with this every day. <laughs> I know Katie is dying to know... Um, 
the apartment has a bunch of nostalgic items, a lot of yeah. pop culture items. Are the are those all y'all's items? Do y'all own those items, or, or <laughs> where, yeah, where did they come from? Of, How did you acquire them? Um, like when we were doing the first episode, we we like to brought all our stuff, and then we quickly realized like. Oh wow, we have a lot of shit. <laughs> Do not realize how much nerdy stuff we own because you like accumulate it over the years. Yeah, I mean, um, it's not always in one place, but yeah, we own everything already. I think we only bought a few props. I mean, like, do you want to go grab them? Our, our special guest. Yeah, the, the biggest thing that um, we had to to buy oh, no. was um. Oh no. Edward Cullen, little Christmas tinsel. Um, that was um, creepily in the background. <laughs> we didn't own that before, and then we and we also didn't own a, a Sherlock Sherlock puzzle. So they were specialty block buys. But um, yeah, when we did the first episode, we didn't film it. We filmed everything else at our house, pretty much. But we did the first episode at someone else's house, so we had to mm-hmm. transport all the stuff there. And, like, we got it all there and our crew came and we're, like, rehearsing it. It's sort of like, oh, so where'd you get all of this stuff? <laughs> and we had to be like, um, we own it. <laughs> it's just ours. Like, yeah, like this TARDIS all here. Uh-huh. Haley um, got that specially made for our birthday. Um, well, like, yeah. well, for me, but because we didn't say birthday. Um, but, uh, yeah, our granddad made it. And so it's one of a kind as well. Yeah, and like and we already had that for a couple of years before we did the series. Yeah, we have a giant Harry Potter poster of the sixth movie, which I like went into a record store and asked if I could have one of the ones in the windows, and they came out and gave me that massive poster for free. Um, free. So yeah, I mean, in answer to your question, <laughs> we own all of it. <laughs> um, oh, the other good thing that we had to get was do you that photo? Oh yeah. We had to we had to pay for the Billy Boyd photo to be actually taken for our Comic Con episode. Oh. <laughs> um, and Louise in real life is like a really big Lord of the Rings fan, so um, when I wrote in the script, I like had Billy Boyd's name because I looked up to see what guests were there. Mm-hmm. And so when she read it, and then when she realised that she was actually going to get to meet him, uh, <laughs> I think she freaked out. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, wait. I have to actually see him. We're like, yeah, well, we need the photo. <laughs> She's like, you're going to pay for me to get a photo with Billy Boy? Like, yeah, we need the prop. Yeah. <laughs> so. the because, yeah, she's dressed up as um, Tina from Bob's Burger, so we made her carry around the notebook that had um, erotic friend fiction because that's, like, one of the things the character does. And so <laughs> in the photo, that's what she had, so she had to go take a photo with her. Billy Boyd, and he's holding the notebook. He's going to be into it. <laughs> he looks super happy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been fun. And then we just yeah, we just pile our DVDs and stuff like that up there. So just try like fill out the space. And then the best part also was like I I like used to hoard magazines, <laughs> magazines yeah, like, entertainment magazines. I would just like constantly buy them because and I would hardly I'd maybe read them, but like not always. But most of them I would read. And um, Elise would always be complaining, like, why are you getting them? You never read them. I was like, why are you keeping them? It was just, like, piling up. And then when we got to the when we got, got to the series, we just had to go through and tear out all the posters to put up. So I was like, this is this is why. It's, it's finally happened. 
I feel like there was a purpose to this whole time for us hoarding these magazines, and there it is. Yeah, every time we would go to America, we would just, like, buy Entertainment Weekly every single week, and it was like, Mm -hmm. and then I would go, and I would back, you know, like, what, do you have any of the old ones behind the counter? (laughs) I just love them so much. Yeah, and I think, I mean, you can't always see everything that's there in the episode, but if you really want to, you can stop the episode and check out the stuff. And, I mean, because, like, the stuff that we put up on the wall, wall, it it does have a purpose. Like, we went through all the magazines, and we found stuff that we liked, and we tried to keep a balance of um, fandoms that we were into, also Australian stuff that um, not necessarily everyone would recognise, but was kind of important to us. And also having, like, a balance of diversity as well, because what we noticed when we were going through the first time was, like, everyone that we, pretty much everyone in the magazine was, like, white. And it was really hard for us to, like, we had to then go back through and try and find people of of other ethnicities to put up on there because we thought that's also important to be there, even if it's just in the background. Um, So you can see we try to keep it a balance. Um, So sometimes it's not always, they're not always strictly fandom-related, but we thought it was better to have diversity up there instead of sticking exactly to that. Mm. Yeah. It's definitely one of those things, though, that you, like, have to pause the, to actually appreciate. Yeah, like, a lot. so much of it just goes by really fast. <laughs> and we're probably the only people that notice, but, you know. If you had to choose from all the fandoms that's out there, what would you say is your favorite? Same together. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> definitely 100% Harry Potter. Yeah, that's how we got into it, into fandom stuff, was through looking up Harry Potter stuff online and then realizing there was so much more, like, the, the summer Harry Potter came out, um, we were, like, pretty obsessed. Yeah, um, we were like, definitely. Just rereading on repeat. Um, we are actually travelling at the time. Um, we were listening to all the podcasts. Yeah, we were travelling in Spain, and we, like, quickly realised that there were no English bookstores. We couldn't find any, and we were starting to really panic that we weren't going to be able to get the book on the day it came out. And then, uh, luckily, we crossed over borders into Portugal, and we dragged, like, four parents and take us into the, the closest town the day it came out for us to try and find a bookstore. And then once we got the book, like, we bought two copies, because obviously we weren't going to wait for each other. Um, and we just spent pretty much the joy of the holiday reading the book. Like, I don't even remember seeing the town. We just <laughs> finished reading the book. In a tent. <laughs> I think we stayed, yeah, we were camping, and we just stayed in the tent for 48 hours. And then we moved on to another country, so it was like, <laughs> we weren't even there. <laughs> we were in the Wizarding World, it didn't even matter. Um, yeah, and then Harry Potter was the first con that we went to. We went to Azcatraz 2009 in San Francisco. Um, okay. And, like, that was that was the year that, like, a Very Potter musical came yeah. out. Oh, my um, gosh, Yeah. Yeah, so, like, Darren Chris, really cool. Joe Richter were there. We're like, oh, yeah. yeah. And we made we made friends with these two, two girls, Heather and Christina, who are in the background of our, of our show as well. I actually don't know if they'd realise that, but there's photos of them yeah. in our show. We met these two girls, Heather and Christina, and um, they kind of became very quickly our, like, Harry Potter friends, like our best mm-hmm. Harry Potter friends. And we went back, like, every year, and that's when we went to... Yeah, so we'd see them every year, and we'd go to, like, different cons. So we ended up going to Comic-Con with them as well. In, in San Diego. Yeah, was that 2013? I mean, maybe, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, all, all because of Harry Potter. 
Yeah. I feel, I feel like Harry Potter's kind of like that gateway fandom, because that's how it started for me, is yeah. with Harry Potter, and then it just sort of escalated to, I don't even know what now. They so, do say Potter's the gateway drug. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it is. I mean, like, with I mean, with Harry Potter, it led into, like, Harry Potter musical, and then all three of those, and then that escalated into more Star Kid stuff, and then just, now there's Doctor Who, and Sherlock, and yeah. Supernatural, superhero TV shows. Let's not forget Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. It was Star Wars for me. Yeah, yeah, see, I think, like, Star Wars was one of the first things. I was also, when we were little, when we were yeah. little, like. But see, yeah, like, uh, the first Star Wars I would have seen was Phantom Menace. Like, I was watched that a ton as a kid, um, which is now, like, a cardinal sin. Um, but that was, like, I remember being, like, dressing up, and I was always, like, playing Queen Amidala, which is the only female character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, um, yeah, Star Wars was always really good. I mean, I recently sort of discussed, I don't know, became more of a Star Wars fan or, like, got more into it because my, my base level of Star Wars knowledge was pretty, like, simple. So I had seen them, but when we were young. But now I'm watching it more, and I just think Princess Leia is the coolest thing. She's so amazing in the original movies. Like, just our obvious focus is always going to... Well, our focus, personally, is, like, is on feminism and female characters. Mm-hmm. And if you go back and watch those movies, like, Princess Leia is so cool. And she gets to do stuff that, like, women don't even get to do in films nowadays. And um, I just recently, like, rewatching the films before the late, before Force Awakens. Just like, oh, my God, I love Leia. She's so cool. <laughs> um, so, you know, that, that, that was also great for me, I think, like, Star Wars. And then, yeah, just it just keeps building. It's, like, it's really hard to keep track of. I mean... Yeah, Tumblr is, a, like, I started watching Doctor Who because of Tumblr. I'd heard Doctor Who for ages, and I was like, nah, that's, I was like, that's too nerdy. No. <laughs> and then when I got on Tumblr, and I was seeing all the gifts, I was like, wow, this looks really cool. And I just, like, one day watched the first episode, I think Haley came and was like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm watching Doctor Who. And then, so you caught up, and then we watched, like, fifth and sixth season together because of that. And then we, like, went back and started from um, Eccleston. Mm-hmm. Kept going. Yeah, but we will admit, Supernatural is a massive, a massive hole in our like nerd cred. Yeah, we've never watched like any of it, and it's like ten seasons. And <laughs> because I don't know, look at that, <laughs> we have a frame poster on our wall. That's um, my sister and I, my little sister and I. That's like our, that's our thing. We go, we've been watching it since it started in '05, and then we go to Supernatural Con every year. Yeah. In March, so we're like yeah, I mean dedicated. I feel like I know more about the supernatural fandom than the actual show because <laughs> yeah, probably is active on Tumblr. Well, it's so active on Tumblr and online, so that's like majority of what I know. But I don't know if I've really ever even watched an episode. I hadn't heard of it until I went onto Tumblr because I don't think it's ever. I don't think it's in Australia. I don't think it's that big. But I have. We have a couple of friends who like has like, the mm-hmm. full box set, DVD set, and mm-hmm. she's like, you have to watch it. It's just, you got to make the time commitment, because, like, yeah, it's already 10, 11 seasons. It's like, yeah, yeah. And, I, and then I have to say, a lot. I'm currently watching Gilmore Girls, so I'm kind of, <laughs> like, 
got to get through that first. I'm rewatching it. I haven't actually seen it. So. I'm only on the second season, so I mean Netflix. Australia, like I don't know if you know, but Australia didn't have Netflix until this year, so that's a new development. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, we can go on. We can talk about more fandoms if you want. Like we just we watch everything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. I totally I love- understand. My 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 weekly kick is all the superhero shows. I really dig Agents of Shield and yes. and The Flash and Arrow and Supergirl has actually gotten better. Supergirl, yeah, right. Yes, yeah. I I've I watched um, Jessica Jones and then I started watching Supergirl and I know they're like completely different styles that they're doing, but I kind of love Supergirl at the moment. It's it's like really it needs a lot of work, but it's got a lot of heart and I'm trying to get Haley to. Yeah. Haley, you gotta watch it. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. watched the first two episodes, and I was like, yeah, this is good, I like this. It's fun. I was, uh, was the exact opposite. I saw the first two episodes, I was like, oh, do I really want to continue watching this? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the show's getting better. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was like, I see promise in this. Like, I, I don't think it's the most sophisticated television, but I'd give it a few more episodes. Yeah, exactly. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm really into, actually. Yeah. Elise is, like, more into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. by far than I am, really. Yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has gotten really, really, really good this season. I don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. (laughs) I'm really far behind. It's okay. I am, too. Like, I keep trying to go back and watch it because it's on Netflix, and I'm like, I can do this. I mean, I watch Agent Carter religiously. Like, I watched the first season. I can't wait for season two to come out. But, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm like, I don't know if I can do it, like, to get... Because the first season is just so hard to get through. Uh, yeah. you got to wait until it connects up with Captain America, and you're like, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I heard. When it, like, when Captain America Winter Soldier came out, then the show yeah. really, like, took off. Like, it was way better than it was in the very beginning, so. Yeah, actually, when that happened, because I watched the Age of the Shield episode, but I hadn't seen Captain America. Uh-huh. Um, so when that happened, I was like, Haley, we need to watch Captain America... What, like the first one? The first one, and then we went, like, we finished watching the movie, I don't know, it got changed, and we went and saw the second Captain America so that everything would make sense. Uh-huh. Like, I had no idea what was going on. I was like, what? Yeah. Still got all, yeah. <laughs> Marvel movies, it's just so many. Oh, yes, the yeah. yeah. Do y'all have any other, like, uh, any other ideas for other shows <laughs> that y'all might be considering to do one day, or is, or is, this, is this it for right now? <laughs> we have, like, worked on another web series idea um, that's kind of different, but it's uh, like uh, the Lizzie Bennet Diaries in that we want to adapt a book and modernise it. We want to do um, an Australian novel, so um, that's what we've been working on. It's called, the book's called My Brilliant Career, um, and it's like, uh, it's out of copyright, so it's like, it was published in the 1900s, and it was uh, a big it got turned into a film in the 70s, which was a big deal for the Australian film industry. Um, and it's a really awesome novel, but uh, it's not, it doesn't have as much of a reach as Pride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but it would be cool to do, like, to, yeah, we've, we've definitely been feeling with the idea of trying to do a literary web series to sort of, we just want, we just want to be friends with those people. Yeah, I just want to make one. <laughs> If you guys do get into that, that'll be amazing. I'm sure it will be. It would be really fun. So we're just sort of toying with that idea, and then. Oh, what other ideas? 
I mean, we, we, you know, we're like, we, we have all these master grand plans. Like, we want to do film and television, but, you know, web series is much uh, easier <laughs> to start with. So, yeah, I think we want to do... It's sort of hard, because I think we'd want to do season two of, of this over mm-hmm. something else. But, oh, well, we did, we did a short film oh, that yeah. at least co-wrote with somebody that would be cool to turn into a web series, do you know? Oh, yeah, it was called um, Miss Mighty, and it was for this short film competition where the theme was superhero, and so you had to make um, any anything related to that theme. So we ended up writing a short film about, um, like, a superhero office where, uh, you know, emergencies or crimes would happen, people would call up the superhero division, and then they would send out someone to, to deal with it. And the mm-hmm. film, like, revolved around the main character of Miss Mighty, who was the only female superhero in her workplace and how none of the male superheroes really respected her or let her do any of the cool stuff. So it was a bit um, more, it was, like, it was a mockumentary. Yeah. So like Parks and Rec or The Office. So it was like, the, their powers were pretty bad. Like, they were kind of funny. But, um, yeah, like the main guy, Flamingo, his powers that he could balance really well. Um, <laughs> time master could just like tell the time. <laughs> like he doesn't need a clock; he just always knows what the, the time. time is. So I mean, we did that, and that was kind of fun. We could, and Louise, who plays um, M in the web series, she played Miss Mighty. So maybe we, were, you know, at least co-wrote that with a friend who like is like really into comics and graphic novels and superheroes, um, mm-hmm. and he wants to do it. He was like, "Yeah, let's do it as a show." Um, and it would be great fun to do it. It's just more like finding the balance of time and energy and stuff, like what's going to happen first, I guess, yeah. So, yeah, I, in your answer to your question, we do have other ideas. Yeah. It would be great fun to do other stuff. But, yeah, I think we'd always like to do stuff that is related to our interests, so nerdy things. Mm. That's why we went, you know, doing web series for, for this idea worked so well because... Um, you know, the nerd community lives on the internet. That's our niche right there. Yeah. I think, like, when we talk about our series or show it to other people who don't know, aren't, aren't into that kind of stuff, they they seem a bit confused, confused by it. It's like, no, there's there's a an area for this content. Uh-huh. Um, like, <laughs> I was out the other day and I was telling about the series and someone was like, Harry Potter. Really? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter's awesome. <laughs> You're like, clearly you don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you don't get it. But that's been, like, the the harder thing, I guess, was, like, when you say, like, oh, yeah, I've done a web series. Like, oh, what's it about? You're like, okay, well, <laughs> first are you a nerd? Like, because you're not going to get it. You have to kind of uh, preface it by saying it's really nerdy. When people are like, oh, yeah, I'll check it out. It's like... You're only going to get it if you have watched or read stuff. Otherwise, it's going to go, like, completely over your head. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that, like, the way that, uh, I think it's the way M reacted with the Harry Hogwarts, the Hogwarts letter, that would have been me completely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a fun episode to shoot because Tiana was like, oh, my gosh, like, I get a Hogwarts letter and I get to wear dress up as my Hogwarts robes. We did her hair. <laughs> like Hermione, and she really enjoyed that. She yeah, was that like, oh, one fit me completely. And you're going to, you know, dreams come true. <laughs> I like it. 
And I like how um, uh, one of my favorite things that you guys did was the when you did the Edward Cullen won't stop stalking me. It's yeah. like because I feel like for some people that are I know for me it's like this where like Twilight's sort of like that closet fandom that you're yeah. kind of a part of but you don't talk about it. Yeah, you're like, yes, I read the books. Yeah, oh, yeah. I saw the movie. I mean, I, mean, look, I, I mean, look, we went to some midnight's premieres when we were young. Yeah, we've, oh, been, yeah. <laughs> we've been to one. Oh, yeah. We've been to one oh, yeah. or two Twilight midnight premieres. Um, we've got the DVDs. And then we yes. kind of, you know, woke up. We took, mm-hmm. us, we took a step that. back. And like, look, I enjoyed it while I was enjoying it. But yeah. there were some problems with it. Oh, um, yeah. And then it just escalated from there with the, the other books. When we when we bought the Edward Cullen cardboard cutout, though, it was quite like, like yeah. Should we tell the ordeal about trying to get the Edward cardboard cutout? Because this is one of the first episodes I wrote, I think. And when I came up with the idea, I was like, oh, this is great. This is so funny. And I wrote it in, like, thinking, yeah, we'll be able to get a cutout. Like I'm sure this is like we've gone far enough that people don't want to own Twilight stuff anymore. So we'll be trying to get rid of it. Like we'll be able to get it easily online. And then we got into production for doing it. We were setting up all the schedules and then realized, like, we just couldn't find anything online. There was maybe one or two secondhand ones on eBay. There's one, like, in the UK. It was going to cost, like, I don't know, 50, 100 pounds just for shipping. And yeah, it was just It was like, going to cost us, like, a lot of money to get. And so we were thinking, okay, can we rewrite the episode where we don't need the cutout, like, no, it doesn't work without that. And then we're like, okay, we, maybe we could just get a cutout of somebody else and stick Edward Cullen's face on it. It's like, no, that's weird. <laughs> that doesn't work. Yeah. Someone had, like, a Jacob cutout. And like, like oh. are you serious? That's the wrong one. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was my issue. For like, that was Haley's like, weeks leading up. Mm. I was just, like, constantly searching it. And then the one that we have is custom-printed... One, of, one a of a kind um, from a company here in just out of Melbourne. And I was on the phone to this lovely, lovely guy to explain that although they had a Robert Pattinson one, he was on a red carpet and didn't look anything like Edward Cullen. I was like, look, I really need Edward Cullen. And he was like, oh, yeah, we can do that. And he's searching. And then he says, oh, wait, no, no, no. That's Vampire Diaries. I don't have Twilight. I was like, are you serious? No, no. I called him back. He helped me hunt down a high res, like the highest res, high res image of Edward that we could find, crop it, custom print it, and like deliver it in two days to our house <laughs> for us. We got it like the day before we filmed. Yeah, that's like, awesome. It was wow. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Um, and it did. I mean, it cost us a little bit more. We probably get <laughs> our most expensive we've had to buy for this show. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we try to get him in as many episodes as possible. He makes an appearance in our Christmas episode just to, okay. just to justify the cost. Yeah. But he's really scary. Like, we've post, we've, like, I've screamed. At least we yeah. put him in my room. What time? Yeah, we went through a phase where we were just putting it in everyone's room to scare people. And one time I put it in Haley's room to scare her. And then... She was coming home later, and then uh, she called me to ask her to get something from her room. So I was like, oh, yeah, no problem. And I went into her room, and I scared myself because I forgot that I'd put Edward there. And then later, <laughs> Haley came home and, like, dreamed. <laughs> I was like, it was just right there when I opened the door. I was like, ah! So, yeah. 
It's um, been worth it. Yeah. Our dog really hates Edward. She barks every time she sees him. She's kind of freaked out. He's like a person, but I don't know, 2D. She doesn't like it. It has no smell. <laughs> Probably how a dog would normally react to a vampire, I guess. He is super creepy, though. He just sort of looms yeah. there in the background, like, yeah. just there. Yeah, it's the perfect, it's the perfect. We had to, um, yeah, because after we started filming, we didn't know where to put him, so he was in the bathroom for a little bit, but that was creepy. <laughs> and then he, he, he ends up just facing the wall, so he can't see his face. <laughs> I don't yeah. blame you at all. That is really funny. But we haven't actually done the Sherlock puzzle again ever since we did it the episode. Yeah, I felt like I wrote in that she was doing a Sherlock puzzle, but I don't think you really see it enough to justify. So we have to get it custom printed again. And then <laughs> I originally wrote saying it was like a thousand-piece puzzle. <laughs> Thank God I didn't, we didn't end up getting that because we only got how many pieces? It was like 250. Yeah, and it took us like a whole night to act. We had to make the puzzle. Um it took forever. <laughs> I didn't do. I did like maybe a corner, and then I left it to Haley. So like, this is super boring. <laughs> <laughs> and then it gets destroyed in the episode. Yeah, you put it back it. together. Yeah. So. Yeah. I remember that part in the episode. It was she was so devastated. She was like, I can't believe you just did that. Like, yeah. And that's how we all. That's how we all felt on when the we set broke when, it. <laughs> when we broke it because it was like we've only got one shot to do this. Yeah. So. Star Wars here in the United States just came out last night. You all said you saw it on Wednesday, 48 hours ago. Yeah. Let, let, let's 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 hear y'all's thoughts on the film. What what did y'all think about the movie? I've had like two two days to like digest it. We I'm need like, to see it again. I love it. I want to yeah. I want to see it again. Ben and Ray was so awesome. It's so cool. And like because I work in a book, so we've had like tons of Force Awakens merchandise, and we were only allowed to release some of it um, yesterday because there was an embargo on when you could have it out because it would spoil stuff for the film. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, we were pretty busy during Christmas, but when it was quiet, I was, like, looking through. Like, we have this artwork book that's pretty cool, and I was going through that. And uh, we had, like, a little girl come in who's dressed up as Kylo Ren. Like, she had his cool lightsaber. I was like, uh. Yeah, just, but, okay, so basically okay. with the movie. I want to see it again. I want to see it again. It was def- I definitely think it was pretty good. I've heard some people criticize it that I think is kind of relevant, that are kind of on point about... But I feel like the criticisms are, are small. Yeah, but, but in, in general, like, I loved Ray, I loved Finn, I loved BB-8, I liked all the, the old characters coming back pretty much. I feel like it's generally positive. I don't know. What did you think? I don't know. I I, I really enjoyed uh, BB-8. I felt BB-8 in, uh, stole the show. Um, he he, yeah, he, he I, had I some agree. pretty awesome scenes. <laughs> uh, Poe Dameron's character right at the very beginning just had me rolling uh, when he was like, who goes first? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the new cast is amazing. The old cast was really good. Um, the Where's Luke mystery, I'm, you know, I'm... Mm-hmm. Glad we all know what happened now. Um, I felt that that was... I, I felt his part could have been just a little bit bigger <laughs> for all the hype. Yeah, I mean, he literally has no lines. Yeah, I'm trying not to spoil anything, but yeah, yeah, I just wish his part was just a little bit bigger. But all in all, it was a, it was a great film. Yeah, we dressed up like Haley went as Princess Leia yeah. to the hair buns. 
That's pretty cool. We use like you end up using the same costume that uh, we filmed in yeah. for our Star Wars episode. Yeah. Um, but um, there was like an actual a guy dressed like as actual Chewbacca at our screening, which I thought was awesome. But it was really hot. Like, and it's so I was hot. wearing a long sleeve top, and I was already sweating. So I don't know how he was dealing in that outfit. <laughs> yeah. And then I don't know if you guys have this, but it's like this big thing with men here: young guys and man buns. Right? So, like, everybody, all the guys have long hair. So there's, like, multiple dudes dressed as Leia with, with man buns. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. This is so funny. Um, I didn't I didn't actually see one, but um, another, friend, another yeah. friend at his premiere, there was a guy dressed as Leia in the slave costume. And I feel like I really want to see that. Because that sounds hilarious and amazing. Like I, I like, I really like gender flipped characters or people that dress gender flipped. So, guys dressed as Princess Leia is just amazing. I think that's I, just the best thing. I, I found one of those cosplayers at the Dallas convention this year. So if you ever take a look at our our convention photos, you'll see a a male Leia. It was, I was like, I was like, I have to get a picture of this. This is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, I was, I was, I was like loving. It was just. It was just funny because it was like more than one. It was like there was like ten, I feel like ten male layers <laughs> at our screenings. Oh like, this is perfect. I thought like I didn't go to any of the midnight showings. They just didn't have time. Um, but I went like I think I went and saw the movie about five hours ago, and I'm gonna go again <laughs> after we're done here. I'm going yes. to the movies again to go see I it. I want to go tonight. Yeah, we. Yeah. I wanted to go like yesterday and the night before, but we were stuck doing editing and stuff like that. This yeah. weekend for sure. Yeah, I think I want to go see it again tonight as well. It was so <laughs> good. Make... Yeah, it was good, right? Like, it was just—I feel like it was just—I just enjoyed watching it. It was—it was wonderful. They did a really, really great job. I mean, there were some parts where I was just like, I literally screamed, screamed out loud <laughs> during one part, <laughs> and I was so devastated the rest of the the rest of it. But it was so good. So good. I can't wait for the next one. I mean, like, episode... What episode is it going to be? Eight? Episode eight? Yeah. But that's not for, like, two years. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just, what are all the spin-offs? I don't know. I feel like there's going to be one, like, every year soon. Yeah, there's supposed, yeah. To be a, there's supposed to be a Star Wars movie every year. Next year starts with Rogue One, and then after yeah. that's going to be the Han Solo spin-off. Mm-hmm. Han Solo. There's going to be so many. No. Just take over the world. Well, it's, before, it's, before Katie reveals any spoilers, is there anything, anything you'd like to add before we end this episode? Um, yeah, I guess look out for our Christmas episode yeah. sometime before Christmas. Um, I don't know when this is. But you can watch it even if it's after Christmas. Yeah, it's always going to be relevant. <laughs> How would someone find y'all? Um, yeah, just it's... I mean, we're on everything. It's pretty much I Can't Even series. So on Twitter... On Tumblr, um, on YouTube, I can't even web series. Um, Facebook. I guess we're probably most active on Facebook, Facebook and yeah. then Tumblr. I do the Tumblr stuff because um, I like going on Tumblr a lot. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's I can't even series dot Tumblr dot com or Facebook dot com forward slash I can't even series. Yeah, and you can follow us on Twitter, but <laughs> we're pretty bad at. It. Tweeting, so <laughs> don't wish it down. <laughs> we basically just tweet whenever we have articles or interviews, but so we'll tweet about this. 
Well, I want to thank you all very much for taking the time out of your day. I know it's hot out there, but I, I just really appreciate you all taking some time to uh, talk to us about you all's new series. Um, and yes. We're definitely going to look, look forward to the, the next season here. Yeah, um, thank you so much for having us. It's been having, fun. It's been fun. We always like talking to nerdy yeah. people. Yeah, we, we like geeking out. <laughs> so yeah. you're, you're more than welcome to come back and geek out with us on an episode where we don't have to talk about just whatever, you know. So. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. I would like to thank our our guests, Haley and Elise, for joining us on this episode. Stay tuned to thetempleofgeek.com for the next all-new episode. And as always, thanks for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash templeofgeek. And remember to visit thetempleofgeek.com, your one-stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.